Gospel Ministries, and this is our Bible study. Amen. It is streaming live, uh, and also it is uh, being broadcast over our free telephone line. Amen. Ephesians 4, 1 through 6. Very, very straightforward. I want this, wanted to bring this before you tonight. And this is encapsulating a lot of Paul, a lot of his teaching, and a lot of what we've been studying. Amen. Therefore, I... The prisoner in the Lord exhorts you to live in a manner worthy of the calling with, with which you were called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, putting up with one another in love, being eager to keep the unity of the spirit of the bond of peace. One body and one spirit. Just as also you were called with one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is over all, and through all, and in all. Wow. This is some encapsulation. Very much as I said before, what we have been studying about Paul, and what we have been sharing Very straightforward. Yes, there were times in Paul's life that he was in prison. And uh, he really don't mention that a lot. Oh, I think sometimes we, we just mention the negative things in our lives. What Paul says here about being a prisoner is very positive. He said, I'm the Lord's prisoner. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. If I'm in prison, I'm in prison because of the Lord. If I'm not in prison, truly, God has capture me and that's wonderful so you know he's not feeling sorry for himself and this is what I would encourage you exhort you to do or to be regardless of what the situation might be what you're going through to try to be very positive and in 
so that we can live in a way that is worthy of the calling of your salvation. When we stop to think about it, when we stop to think about it, God has saved us. He has blessed us. And that we can hold on to and be confident in. And that thought alone ought to be able to turn around any dark and negative situation in our lives. Be worthy, worthy of the call. Yes, 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 yes. We are not immune to difficulties. We are not isolated from problems. But let us lift our heads up high. Let us get an attitude of gratitude. Let others see that we are saved. Ah, she's going through this, he's going through that. But, they're happy in the Lord because what God has done for them. I'd rather suffer some setback and know that I'm saved than to go through what I may consider wonderful situations, enjoying wonderful things, things in life, but not being saved. This is not to preach a gospel of desperation. This is not misanthropic. This is not talking about a suffering theology because I'm not even emphasizing that. In fact, my assumption is that as a whole, when everything is said and done, when the dust is settled, when we come to analyze it, it's not about all the problems that we keep enduring. It's really about all the blessings that God keeps showering on us. So that's what we are that's what we are lifting our heads up eye for and about. And because of that, we want to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Yeah, we want to be able to go to bed at night and sleep like a baby, so we say, right? We want to be our conscience to be clear and our spirits to be free. Oh, that liberty of love that we have found in Christ is what makes us peaceful, not only in ourselves, in the mind, the spirit, or the soul, but to spread peace and love to everyone. 
because in the final analysis, we're all in this together. One body, one spirit, one hope of his calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Isn't that great? Isn't that wonderful? No matter what our differences may be, no no matter what our differences of opinions might be, no matter what might seem to separate us, nothing can separate us from the love of God through Jesus Christ, our Lord, because we're all in it together. And that's why I keep encouraging no matter what, for us to be always in unison of thought and of love. One faith, one baptism, uh, one body in Christ. Because there's only one God and the Father of all. One God who's over all of us and everything. And is above all things and we know that he is God because we have not created any of this stuff we have not made ourselves he is God and as we often say God all by himself saints beloved I just wanted to take like a, a midterm, uh, you know, kind of a little bit of a pause and just look at this scripture. It is so straightforward. It's all that we've been studying together about and as we will continue to study right through until the summer. This scripture, as I said before, is so encapsulating. It so summarizes all that who Paul was, who he wants us to be, and certainly what Jesus and God would want us to be through the Holy Spirit. So I thank God for all of you. I thank God for your patience, for your love, and your understanding. I thank God that you realize that all of us are in this together, but we all we are all secured and held together and bonded together by the love of God for all of us. And we walk and talk in a manner that, 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 that shows that we are proud to be called by God and be saved through His Son Jesus, 
the blood that he shed for us on Calvary cross. And we share with him in the resurrection, as his word has taught us. So with great humility and thankfulness, in a very quiet and peaceful way, with patience, just loving one another, Keeping the peace within all of uh, between all of us for the love of Christ and for the blessings that keep flowing our way for all that we put up in this life, God is repaying us and we are his inheritance. Oh we thank you that we all in this together, Lord. We thank your people, Lord. Oh, I just wanted to share with you, like I said tonight, this very straightforward passage of Scripture. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God bless you. That was the kind of like a midterm session here. Or a, as I said before, pause and, and just, just share one with another. And we continue.